Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Future of Relationship Banking Bank Innovation Zoom event for subscribers, the audio of which will also be distributed as a FinTech Unfiltered podcast. I'm today's host, Rick Morgan, a news editor at Bank Innovation, and I'm joined today by Imran Khan, head of global digital experience at TD. Imran has worked at TD for more than 10 years, mainly in digital banking and customer experience. TD Bank, based in Toronto, has more than 9 million customers in the US and 14 million worldwide, and 1.1 trillion in total assets. Before joining TD in 2010, Imran worked at Deloitte Consulting. He brings experience working with TD's mobile solutions, including the digital assistant TD Clary and the budgeting tool TD MySpend to provide insights on the future of personalization and relationship banking. Imran, thanks for joining us today. Hello, Rick. So uh, to get started, Imran, maybe we can talk a little bit about how your role at TD has evolved over the past year and um, what your role kind of entails and if the pandemic has changed that at all, how so? Yeah, great question. Well, you know, I think for many of us, you know, the pandemic has, uh, you know, impacted our roles and our, our, our lives in many different ways. You know, for me personally, you know, every year, you know, we see a lot of change being on the front lines of digital with our customers. And so we're constantly looking for ways to evolve and grow, you know, and in particular, you know, we see growth in our digital uh, capabilities. You know, we see adoption growing. We see a lot of uh, customer expectations evolving and new customers coming online every single day. What I must say with the pandemic is that we've seen that accelerate. You know, we've seen our trajectory accelerate. Um, you know, and I would say a lot of it has been, you know, within our existing capability set. You know, we've seen a lot of growth within our existing capability set. It hasn't necessarily changed our direction, but it's certainly accelerated the path that we were on from a digital perspective quite a bit. Uh, and capabilities that we have, um, you know, out there, innovative capabilities have seen more adoption uh, really than ever before. I mean, we're seeing some really great growth and adoption within that, you know, within the new capability set. Um, you know, in terms of you know, us adjusting, you know, we spend a lot of time with customers. And so that's a little bit harder to do. You know, people all think of digital and think, well, you're, 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 you know, it's a, it's a, it's through a digital channel, but, you know, we do actually do research with customers and, um, uh, you know, so we've had to do that in a remote way as well. So, uh, you know, in terms of our, our design and research capabilities, we develop new, 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 uh, new digital solutions. Uh, but overall, uh, we've made some pretty big adjustments to accept the new traffic that we're getting and the new customer base that's, that's joining us. Great. Um, can you talk maybe um, from like a 3,000 foot view, just a little bit about TD's general strategy for digital experience and how you've sort of seen that evolve? Absolutely. You know, fundamentally, we look at uh, digital as, you know, the, the way we talk about it is we drive engagement through differentiated experiences. You know, we really want to win on engagement, um, and we feel that that's really, really important. And you know, the the bank, you know, and when you when you kind of tie that into metrics, you know, we look at things like, you know, are we are we in the top spot when it comes to the app stores? Are we driving usage? Are we driving active users? Um, are we driving adoption? Those things really matter to us because we believe that if our customers are engaged within our digital ecosystem, um, you know. You know, everything else will fall into line and we're confident that the best experience will drive the best engagement. So we tie those together very, very closely. As we move, you know, as we saw with the, you know, with the pandemic, you know, we started to see, um, you know, engagement needs kind of shift a little bit. Customers were seeking help. They were looking for, 
insights into their finances. And we were supporting them from that front, but we were also supporting with new relief capabilities as well. So we can, we can get them access to the relief that's available to them as quickly, efficiently, and conveniently as, as ever before. And we saw a lot of engagement through that as well. So, so that continues to be our strategy. You know, we might make adjustments, but fundamentally it continues to be about driving engagement through differentiated experiences. Fantastic. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the technology behind TD's customer experience? I mean, I've, we've done a lot of stories on some of your partners um, and maybe you can provide some insight into, into what sort of the, the underpinning tech in a lot of those, those instances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, you know, I'll, I'll share a few examples. You know, one yeah. example that we launched recently was uh, the TD Clary uh, chatbot. I think uh, mm -hmm. many of you would have heard of that. Um, and, you know, at TD, we're focused on reimagining the banking experience, you know, and we're constantly looking for new and different ways to do that, to drive engagement, uh, which I said earlier was our strategy, you know, that meets customer needs and expectations. So, you know, we have an innovation ecosystem that helps us do that. TD Clary is one of one example within that innovation ecosystem. And I'll just share maybe a little bit about what that is. It's an artificial intelligence, uh, intelligence powered chatbot. Um, you know, it, it, it provides insights to customers by using AI combined with TD's own data. You know, we have data on customers that we can use to provide them back with insights. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when customers, you know, most of our customers just observe the data, but they actually want us to use the data to give them insights and uh, give them additional value. Yeah, uh, and so Clary, you know, Clary sort of gives them that in a convenient AI-based uh, uh, chatbot that you can chat with. It's it's actually quite natural. It's a it's a it's a pretty good experience in that way. Um, you know, it's not a human, but you know, it's it's it, it provides a very natural experience. Um, and you know, it isn't just about account and transaction insights. You know, it's it's quick answers to general questions that you might have. You know, when is my credit card payment due? You know, like just that kind of thing. So it isn't just you know give me my balance. It's you know it goes it goes beyond that. Um, you know, how much did I spend at my favorite retailer last month? Or maybe now yeah. you might be like, you know, how much did I spend on grocery delivery? You know, like, so, so that kind of thing, um, you know, gives you that quick, fast insight. And so, so our customers have really taken to it. And, and quite frankly, during the pandemic, you know, we've seen, we've seen that growth on Clary double. And so we're, we're you know, we've seen a, a significant increase, um, you know, within, within that, uh, within that, uh, that experience. Um, see, seeing that that engagement doubled, I kind of that that brings up an interesting follow-up question. What do you think drove that? Um, and I, if it's sort of pandemic-related, um, what do you think? How do you sort of continue that that engagement trend and continue that upward? Like, what's what's the future for the tool then? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, the the driver, you know, for us, obviously, with the pandemic, people are home. They're worried about going into a branch. They're worried about. Um, potentially, you know, they, they don't want to call in, you know, people are looking for, you know, self-serve, they want to become more independent, they want to be able to get the insights and information they need themselves. Um, in, in many instances, we're also seeing customers being more connected, you know, to their family and friends. So they're connecting digitally through their family and friends, um, and they may be also supporting their adoption of new capabilities and technologies as well. Um, but, you know, that growth that we've seen today, you know, in terms of customer growth, um, on some of these capabilities, you know, we do expect it to kind of, it to sustain itself, you know. Um, you know, that's not to say that customers won't go back to their old ways, but, you know, we do think that 
where they're finding value, they're going to continue to 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 take advantage of the additional convenience that they're getting. Um, you know, and only time will tell. But uh, but certainly, we're seeing sustained engagement throughout this pandemic, which is a good sign. People are getting used to these new capabilities. Um, and as time evolves, and as uh, you know, as the economies open up again and such. We'll see how it how it evolves, but we suspect a lot of this engagement will continue uh, uh, to be sustained uh, beyond just the pandemic. Uh, I know that for TD Clary, that um, uh, the bank used technology from the. Uh, can you talk a little bit about Casisto um, and how the bank sort of uses that technology, and um, you know if the bank. Great. Um, first off, Rick, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Just you broke up. You okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. you broke up a little bit, but I caught I caught the gist of the question. Um, I think I'm I'm good. Jump in if I go way off. Um, no, I think you're good. So, so the uh, so so you know, Casisto. You know, we we we've generally used um, you know partners, you know fintech partners, partners like Casisto. Um, to help us accelerate our innovation ecosystem capability set. And so, you know, Casisto has been a great partner in that regard, um, you know, and they're really help, you know, they're helping us meet and I would say exceed the needs of our customers, the expectations of our customers. Um, and really, you know, when you're working with a partner like that, you know, you've got to be willing to embrace new ideas. You know, you've got to be willing to, uh, you know, be ready to accelerate because they've already built the capability and you're accelerating it into the marketplace. Um, and, and, you know, and, and if you're ready to do that, you can get great value. And we've seen that with the partnership with Casisto. Um, the technology, you know, obviously is based on AI. Um, you know, Casisto has a deep conversational AI platform. Um, you know, we're engaging, you know, many customers, um, you know, tens of thousands of customers across multiple channels. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, our data combined with Casisto's AI platform and their AI, conversational AI capability really produce, it's a great marriage that produces, uh, you know, very strong outcomes for our customers, um, you know, who are looking for that added convenience um, as well. You know, I, I will share that, you know, we also have expanded that technology into the United States uh, recently. So, you know, we launched initially in Within the Canadian bank, we've now expanded that technology into the United States, and it's helping power our new virtual assistant in the U.S. Uh, that's housed within our TD Banking app. Um, and we've also added capability. Uh, you know, we've made adjustments to add capability for COVID uh, to support customers through COVID-19 and the pandemic. And you know, we were we were using a lot of the customer insights. We get feedback from customers across many different channels. We used all that insight and all that data to come up with solutions within Clary so Clary could help answer questions for customers. Uh, and in the first week in the US, the assistant supported 75,000 customer sessions with more than 135,000 interactions, uh, which is which we're really, really happy with. Strong engagement there. Um, and you know, I'll maybe finish up on this one, on this topic by saying, you know, our, our ultimate goal um, is to collaborate with fintechs. You know, we want to collaborate and, 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 and deliver innovation that meets our customer needs and helps us drive engagement. So if we can create better experiences and drive engagement, and we can accelerate that through, you know, technology that's already been built uh, through other fintechs, you know, that's, that's part of our strategy. You know, we're, 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 very, we're very open to doing those kinds of partnerships. 
Fantastic. Um, is the name of this uh, digital assistant in the U.S. is it also TV Clary, or does it have a different name? Um, great question. Uh, we're working through that right now, and uh, okay. we'll, you know, I'll share I'll share the details. Um, um, but it is it is exactly the same. Um, you know, the same uh, 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 same technology. So it is Casisto. Got it. Um, you've talked a few times and it raises an interesting follow-up about taking customer feedback um, through different channels and uh, using uh, different data that you have to really drive the, uh, this, uh, you know, personalized customer experiences. Um, what kind of data are you sort of like, taking and what do you use to make sure that customers are getting a personalized experience? Well, you know, we, we actually use data that is already, you know, if you go into the app today, you can actually see a listing of all your transaction data. Just as an example, you can see your balances, you can see pretty much all the different types of activity and engagement that you've had with banking products. Um, and so it's really that same data that we're using. And our customers, um, you know, so to be specific, you know, it's the transaction data. And so our customers, you know, it, you know, it, when you build something novel and new, you know, the in, initial reaction as we test it with customers, you know, they'll, they, 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 there's a tendency, and this is with any new capability, you might look at it and go, whoa, how, how did you do that? You know, especially when AI is involved, because it can feel a little bit magical, you know, when it's something very novel and new. As soon as the yeah. customer realizes that, hey, this is actually data that I already have, and I'm already doing the mental math to try and figure out, okay, am I going to have enough money to pay that bill two weeks from now? Yeah. And now you're just saying you're using that same data and you're using more computational power to actually help me figure out whether I'm going to be okay or not. Then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, wow, this is amazing. You know, mm -hmm. why don't you do more of this? And so it's really making that connection when it comes to data. But, uh, but it, is, it, is, it is exactly the same data that customers have access to today through our app. Got it. Um, while we're on the topic of um, new technologies that TD has been integrating, uh, I know TD acquired the AI company Layer 6 in 2018, and they've been testing personalized insights through a tool called MyTD. Uh, can you talk, talk a little bit about what MyTD is, how it works? And uh, I know it was still in its pretty nascent stages last time Bank Innovation spoke with you. Um, so maybe talk a little bit about where that tool's at now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and the last time we connected, you know, we, we were targeting it to launch it this year and we're still targeting to launch it this year, which I'm really happy about. Um, you know, the, the, the one clarification, you know, the project name is MyTD, you know, the, our marketing partners always say, Imran, make sure you clarify that it's MyTD is the project name, not the brand name uh, okay. you know, in the market. But, you but, can blame uh, that on me, that's what that was on me. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have known that, but, you know, we can call it MyTD as a project. Um, so the, you know, the MyTD project itself, um, you know, is, is it's, it's uh, just to give everyone a little bit of a summary, you know, about what it is. As you guys know, we're always looking to enhance our digital capability. You know, with AI, it really allows us to go above and beyond in terms of personalization and using the data, the transactional data that we talked about earlier to, uh, to, to, to and the predictive power of AI, in particular layer six, which they're so good at. Um, to be able to actually predict, okay, where is my balance going to go, you know, in the mm -hmm. next, in the next, uh, you know, in the next uh, few weeks, as an example. And there's a lot of different use cases that we can drive with that information. You know, for example, you know, I shared earlier predicting whether or not I'm going to have enough money to, to, to make a payment, for example. Um, and so, you know, we're using 
this capability that we're calling kind of, you know, project-wise MyTD uh, to drive uh, that type of experience within our mobile app and other channels. And now layer six is foundational to that. Data is also foundational to that. Um, and so, so, so we're really excited about that. The interesting journey on that was, you know, when, when, when COVID-19 sort of hit and when pandemic came into play, you know, we, we, you know, as with anything, when you're using historical data to drive, uh, drive an experience, you know, what we found was because we had the model, it was able to learn really quickly because we had an event that really, you know, there was no historical precedence for in terms of our data. Yeah. And so, so we needed, you know, if we didn't have the model, it would have been quite difficult because, you know, the model actually just quickly learned and ad adapted, which I thought was just really fascinating. And it goes to show the power of AI, um, you know, and so our, 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 we were really excited about that. Uh, obviously, when the pandemic hit, you know, we had an initial kind of regroup to kind of think through, okay, hey, does this still make sense? And our, our, our you know, our, our consensus on that was, this is actually more important than ever before. You know, our customers need this. They, they, they want to get those insights into their finances. You know, they want to get that very personalized one-to-one -one insight based on AI. And so, you know, we've actually even accelerated that effort. Um, and we're looking for new ways to engage with MyTD and with that capability. And so we're really excited about that. Um, are you, have any, do you have any plans right now for the, I mean, given how rapidly things are changing, I'm sure, the insights people want are obviously changing as well. I mean, how do you see MyTD sort of evolving throughout the year and beyond? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. You know, we, we've thought about that a lot. And it, in many ways, what we're seeing from our customers is, you know, if, if you're in need of support of some sort, you know, you know, obviously, you know, you can get access to something like a credit card bill deferral. That's one option. But we're, what we're also finding is our existing tool set, you know, the, the, the digital capabilities that we have that help you track your spending, that help you manage your finances. You know, it, it isn't like that is no longer important. Those things are still important. And so, you know, what we're seeing is that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, there's actually more solutions, more options now for the customer because of the relief efforts um, in addition to what already exists today. And we find that our, uh, you know, AI capability can now point customers, not, you know, not just to the traditional things that we had to help them manage their finances and budgets, mm -hmm. but additional accelerated relief capability that might be out there. Um, you know, and, and, and that in some cases may be short term. So we're, we wanna make sure the foundations of helping people manage their budgets and helping them manage their finances, you know, that, that that is always there and foundationally still important through the pandemic. And, uh, you know, our conclusions were, you know, fundamentally that really doesn't change. You know, it's still important to, you know, be able to manage your spending, track your spending, mm -hmm. set goals, do all the things that you were looking to do before. Mm -hmm. um, has the pandemic sort of uh, altered TD's approach to product development in general, um, just from a bigger picture perspective? Yeah, I mean, a great question there. You know, we, you know, we are uh, looking at you know, how we work and, you know, how we develop products. Um, you, you know, I, I think the biggest impacts that we've seen is, you know, the health and well-being of our customers and colleagues is always going to be number one. And so sure. we're, you know, we're really saying, okay, well, the pandemic's kind of created a change in our communities. You know, it's really impacting our communities. So how do we adjust 
um, you know, to deliver the right capability side. And so we've certainly had to work remotely. You know, we've had to mm. work faster in terms of our, 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 you know, delivering relief. And but fundamentally, we're still looking out for our customers, our colleagues, and our communities. Uh, you know, and you know, we developed, for example, we had to develop a bunch of simple application forms. And you know, that was just really about convenience. Allow the customer in the most convenient way possible to apply for relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we built right off the gate. You know, we built 20 simple application forms for relief, um, and we've processed more than half a million online applications to date. So that wow. you know that was a quick thing we had to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we found new ways to work smarter, work faster, and in many ways we've become more efficient. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thanks to thanks to you know the the ingenuity of the team and their ability to adjust and think out of the box. That's really interesting. So those those relief forms you're talking about, I mean, are these like PPP loans or were they uh, other kind of relief for like what kind of um, relief uh, yeah, programs were these? It's, uh, it's it's a lot of it is aligned to as you as you indicated, you know, government relief. So supporting mm-hmm. the ability to quickly and efficiently get access to government relief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, in some cases, it's relief that you know we are providing our customers specifically. Uh, you know, often in partnership with governments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, in some cases, TD specific. You know, things like uh, you know credit card payment relief. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mortgage relief. So you know those types of things. Um, we've also done uh, you know things like within our Easy Web solution, which is our online banking solution in Canada. On April sixth, you know, we launched. Uh, a whole new channel essentially to support chat with an agent directly within EasyWeb. And so what we found was when people go in and look at their, um, you know, their, their transaction list, online banking, so a customer goes in, looks at the transaction list, mm-hmm. that's often, you know, that's, a, that's often a sort of a trigger point uh, for a potential, you know, question or query or, or, or even a potential issue and they may be inclined to call in. Um, so we provided right there the ability to click and chat with the live agent right there. And so, uh, you know, that ability to get assistance, uh, you know, has, has really, um, you know, driven some great outcomes for our customers. It's quick, it's efficient. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't want to sit on the phone and, 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 and talk to someone. They're just, they just prefer to just kind of continue working and then chatting on the side. And so, so those types of things are how we kind of evolved and quickly delivered new products. So just another example. That's fantastic. So you, um, it, I mean, banks are often known for uh, some sort of slower <laughs> product development, but it sounds like you guys uh, got these out the door very quickly. I mean, what did you guys, how, how did the team sort of work together to make this happen so quickly? Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's really about coming together, looking at our process. You know, we looked at our processes and we said, is there a more efficient way for us to move quickly through our current processes? So, you know, what we didn't want to do was take on more risk or move outside of our risk appetite. What we said was, mm-hmm. can we actually do this more efficiently? Um, you know, and, 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 you know and, and I'm really proud of the way the teams kind of responded. We looked at the processes and we said, you know what, we can find ways to do this more efficiently. And, you know, the, the challenge, that, you know, you, you could say, for example, you know, you got to get a relief form out the door and you need approvals XYZ, you get mm-hmm. those partners at the table ASAP. The challenge for us going forward is going to be how can we sustain this model and continue to move fast, you know, continue to be efficient and take all the good that's come out of this and carry it forward. Um, and so that's something we're working on right now and looking at, 
Um, but really, it was just a matter of, you know, the ingenuity of the team to say, hey, look, we're going to adjust. You know, we cannot afford to wait two months to launch a relief form. That's just not a possibility in this environment. Mm-hmm. We need to be there for our customers now. And so we took advantage of existing capability and we adjusted our processes. We pulled in our partners to support us as quickly and efficiently as possible. And, um, you know, at a high level, I mean, that's, you know, it, it wasn't much more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, can you talk maybe a little bit about, uh, I know TD does a lot of um, automated customer experience, like chatbot type functions and stuff like that. Uh, what do you see as sort of the future of these chatbots or digital you know, automated customer experience capabilities, especially in light of COVID-19? Yeah, great question. You know, I, you know, I do see uh, chatbots becoming um, more prominent now. It's impossible to say for sure. I mean, right now, mm-hmm. I, I still feel like we're, 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 we're doing more sensing than predicting right now because we're trying to learn as much as we can in terms of what's happening and how customers are adjusting. Um, but, you know, capabilities like chatbots um, even like our MySpend capability where we help you with budgeting in a very unique and different way, you know, so you're not mm-hmm. having to fill in uh, a spreadsheet or, or, you know, set up a whole budget and do all the math yourself and kind of go, this is what I want to spend this month. We kind of just tell you, you log in, automatically uses your data and says, hey, you're doing good this month. Or, hey, you have an opportunity, you could save more this month. And then you can set up a wish list, you can set up a goal to save for something that you want. So, you know, those types of capabilities we're seeing a lot of growth in, and my expectation is that will continue and we'll see our customers continue to use, um, you know, those capabilities. They're going to be further enhanced with AI. They're going to get smarter, more intelligent, more efficient. Um, You know, and my expectation is that those organizations that are able to answer those questions, if you go into a chatbot and it's just like, can only answer two questions and you know it doesn't help you and you just have to end up calling every single time yeah you know I, I, people just aren't going to come back and so mm-hmm. you know, we have to continually invest in, in 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 innovation and driving that capability improving it so that it's answering more and more of your questions because you know it's going to be very difficult with everyone now looking for this capability um, you know, if, if we don't continue to invest because it's, it's just, it's, it, you know, they're not going to come back to use it if it doesn't work well for them. Um, and that's, that's our approach as well. You know, we're continuing to do that. And we're lucky that we had consist the Casisto partnership. You know, we're lucky that we had MySpan. You know, it's already part of our strategy. Do you think that the, uh, the future then, and you mentioned, if it just answers two basic questions and then I still have to call or go to the bank, it's not as effective. I mean, would the future be sort of having um, some kind of more actionable, you know, uh, insights and solutions within that chatbot themselves, so I can actually self-serve directly from those capabilities. Yeah, yeah. You know what we're what we're seeing is, um, you know, and in my TD is really driving. You know, this is, this is kind of the center point of this. The the, the project um, is the center point of this. Is that you know with micro advice, so we can proactively, you know you know, you, you may be manually thinking about a bill that you have to pay every month. Now we can proactively tell you if we.
Uh, Imran, did we lose you there? Yeah, one sec. Hey, Imran, hey, we lost sorry. you there for a minute. No, you're fine. Yeah, I'm back. I don't know what happened. It just, everything disappeared. It, hey, no. technology, we're living in the new age. We're literally putting it to the test. All right. I, I, maybe I'll just pick up where I was. I know we're, we're, we're at, at noon, but um, you know, we're, we're really using uh, MyTD, Micro Advice, to drive engagement into the right channel. So, for example, you know, if, if, if I'm overspending and, I'm, and maybe I'm going to miss a bill in two weeks, um, we can proactively give you that insight and we can also take you into Clary. And when you go into Clary, within Clary, Clary will help tell you how much you're spending where. So you might be like, geez, you know, I did spend a lot on, you know, on, uh, you know, buying digital movies this month. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Clary how much I spent on that. And then Clary will tell you, and then it'll give you the right insight into where you might be, you know, going over on your spending. And so it's that kind of ecosystem, you know, experience ecosystem. Clary wouldn't necessarily be the more proactive way, certainly the chatbot, because you have to go into the chatbot. So the app plays a better role in that, push notifications, things like that, that can grab your attention and kind of pull you back into the experience when it's right for you and then when it's meaningful for you. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to end with one sort of big picture question, um, and then that'll be... Uh, you know, we can, we can wrap it up because we are getting a little bit over time here, but um, what do you sort of see, you know, we're living in this age that, that's kind of unprecedented and tumultuous, but um, what do you sort of see as the long-term effects uh, of COVID-19 that they'll have on uh, digital customer experience, just, you know, from a, again, a 3,000 foot view to, to bring it home? You know, I think that, and I, and I think, you know, our sensing mechanisms are seeing this right now is, one, you know, there's the obvious things around servicing and how customers are servicing, you know, buying groceries online. I do believe that for a lot of people that are buying groceries digitally, online, through mobile, you know, they'll continue to do that. Does that mean they're not going to ever go back into a grocery store? No, I think they will. But, mm -hmm. um, but you're going to see this sustained behavior. I think the experience becomes more important than ever before. I think now, mm -hmm. you know, the new you know, um, it, it, there's going to be competition. I mean, and I, I see it with groceries. You know, I mean, my, my mother does her groceries online and buys mm -hmm. everything digitally. Um, and she was very clear with me that, you know, when I suggested different apps and different solutions, you know, she had her one app and she's like, I'm using this because it's a gift and it's the, it's the mm -hmm. best experience. I don't care about the price. I don't care about any. I just, I need to get my groceries and I'm not going to take a chance with something that isn't going to give me a good experience. So I, I, I'm gonna, I think the sensitivity to experience will increase. And I think, uh, you know, there'll be clear winners and losers when it comes to, you know, that digital experience, um, you know, especially as, as, as this pandemic evolves and the long-term effects of it become clear. Uh, my, my expectation is that will become even more important than it is today. Fantastic. Well, great. Thanks so much, Imran, for taking the time to join us today. Uh, I'd like to thank all of our subscribers who joined this meeting. Uh, we have more subscribers only content planned in the near future. 
So please keep an eye out for any future invitations. Uh, we will see you next time on Zoom and always online at bankinnovation.net. Ron, thanks again. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Bye, Rick. Everyone. Thanks, guys. Take care.